What did Tarzan get up to? He just lived in a tree. But he did more than that, didn't he? Wasn't he a social activist? No, I just think he lived in a tree. Okay. My name's Will. And my name's Steve. You haven't got time to read War and Peace. Even if it is one of the greatest novels of all time. 587,000 words. 612 grams. That's the weight of the book. 500 characters, 361 chapters, 3 volumes, 2 epilogues, and a collection of maps. We're going to summarise all of it for you. This is War and Peace in just 7 years. <laughs> Steven! No, I want to start it. I'm going to start it this week. Oh, You've done it oh, so much. You've done it fine. so much. Will! Stephen, <laughs> hello, welcome, welcome, and hello to uh, to the show this week. Hello and welcome to War and Peace in just seven years, episode sixty four. Oh, Will, yes, we've had another drawing. We have had a wonderful email from Alex in California, exotic on the on the beach, down the pier in uh, Silicon Valley, <laughs> skateboarding <laughs> through Silicon Valley, no doubt, working for your startup. Alex has done a fantastic drawing. Of not one, not two, but three Darrens. The whole lineage of Darrens. Steve, look, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I want this on a T-shirt. Well, we should get our act together and make some <laughs> make some T-shirt Let's designs, shouldn't we? Put it on Love hats. Sex. Put it on dogs. But it, honestly, this is it's truly wonderful, the, the art that gets sent in here. And this one, Alex, thank you so much. It's three horses. We've got Darren one. Dead. It's just the skulls. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> We've got Darren 2 and Darren 3, each with their own unique characteristics. Do go and have a look at it. It's on our Instagram. At Wappin7Podcast. And of course, you can see it on the walls of Tolstoy's Hall of Fame on Wappin7.com. Just click on the Tolstoy's Hall of Fame link. Alex, thank you so much. And everyone else listening right now, pick up a pencil. Yeah, pick up a pencil. Send it to us, Tolstoy at Wappin7.com. <laughs> We love getting these. They're so amazing. So, Alex, fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Will. Yeah? What happened last week? Oh, what happened last week? (laughs) It wasn't a shotgun, was it? How do you make the sound of a pistol? Click. (laughs) It's like a revolver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Both work. Yeah. Um, Look, there was a duel. Massive, massive Pierre just blew up internally and said, you know what, Dolokhov, yeah. enough of all of this with my wife and you. Yeah. I'm going to shoot you in the woods. And you'd have thought it would have gone very, very badly for Pierre. <laughs> yeah, because he'd never once held a gun before in his life. Never seen a gun, never been near a gun. <laughs> never. But then his mate Nesvitsky said, just pull that trigger. And then, of course, the smoke came in and the mist, oh, the mist and the yeah. fog. And I don't want to go into that again. It was dense fog. <laughs> it was It was technically, it was dense fog. And yeah, Pierre just, I mean, he just shot Dolokhov. And Dolokhov, you know, I think we've been led to believe is a bit of an idiot, mm. not a nice guy. A psychopath. So that is also that is true. I it mean, is, that, it's is. like you can't deny that. But also, mm. he's 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 a, there's a sweet inner core to him. He lives with his his mother and his sister. His sister ill. I can't remember his mother's ill. Someone's ill. But he's just a nice. He's a family lad. Yeah, Tolstoy kind of blindsided us there at the end. We sort of ended last week's episode on is Dolokhov dead. And where's Pierre? Because he ran off into the woods crying. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> well, there we go. Hopefully we'll answer some of those questions this week then. <laughs> Hopefully. Onwards. Onwards. The reading. 
Steve, during the 17th and 18th centuries, duels were mostly fought with swords. Oh. Yeah. Is that better or worse? It sounds way worse. Dolokhov's handsome, insolent, hard and mocking face. Ooh, sort of implies he's alive. Or does it? Could be, Mm. could, could not, I suppose. Steve, this sort of confuses me a bit, but duels were fought not so much to kill the opponent as to simply gain satisfaction. Well, I think we've all got that, haven't we? (laughs) You know, you take your pal out into the woods because he calls you a a silly boy and you shoot him to make you feel better. He came out of the bedroom into his study a little before noon in his silk dressing gown and found his head steward there, bowing respectfully. I need a silk dressing gown. Yeah, me too. Because proper dressing gowns, they're just too thick and heavy and hot. and rubbish. I want pure, pure silk. Pierre turned over heavily on the ottoman and opened his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That really paints a strange picture, my friend. She saw that hanging over her and about to crush her was some terrible misfortune. The worst in life, one she had not yet experienced. Irreparable and incomprehensible. The death of someone she loved. Oh my word. Is this another duel? Oh my god. Steve, I can't find anything funny about dueling because, <laughs> you know, it's actually quite a horrible thing, isn't it? Oh, unfortunately, that's true. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm going to just, I'm just going to be honest. I just don't think I can find something funny. Well, that's fine. Do not turn away from me, Will. <laughs> Let us weep together. Oh, about, <laughs> about your I just failures. feel like I've failed. It sounds a bit like Yule log yeah could you could you pivot into Yule log facts no <laughs> <laughs> okay well we'll stop the reading there then <laughs> go on will give us one fact about Yule logs like just a simple one like what are they a Yule log is a Christmas pudding in the <laughs> okay. shape of a log and often made of chocolate. <laughs> I thought you would look online or something, but you just, I just thought I'd give one. You know everything about just, Yule logs already. I, I should incredible. do a podcast about Yule logs. <laughs> it's just incredible. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Steve, you've just read a little bit of War and Peace book four. I have. I have very, very scary, actually. Good. Um, I have done it, Will. Um, tell us. Tell I, us. I will tell you. I will. I will. So, yeah, we ended it last time. Pierre had just run off into the woods. Crying. Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, can't blame him. Mm. So he's, he's come out of the woods. I think maybe he got a lift and he's back home. Or he just ran <laughs> all the way. <laughs> just kept going. From the, from the woods. <laughs> what have I done? Basically that, yeah. So, but he's, he's got home uh, eventually. Okay. He, he's, he's quite upset, mm. as you might imagine. Uh, so he's gone to his dad's old bedroom. Oh, that's sad. That's the one with the amazing carpet, the amazing yeah, And it's got columns. the amazing pillars or columns. And often uh, in the book, we're not allowed in. We're not allowed in, but we, we, we're going to spend minutes in here oh, now. Wow. <laughs> Literally minutes. I feel so lucky. We, we don't really get any more descriptions of the room, though. So you just have to stick with the, what we know about it already. Carpets. I believe some of the carpets, Steve, were on the walls. Probably the whole room. <laughs> Floor, ceiling, box. columns, everything's carpeted. Yeah. The bed's probably carpeted. Everything's carpet, innit? Pierre puts on a little carpet suit. <laughs> little carpet hat. I can only assume carpets were incredibly expensive and hard to make back then. And very fashionable. 
He's in his dad's room. He can't sleep. Oh, there's carpet everywhere. There's too much carpet. There's too much <laughs> stuff rushing around his mind. Yeah. The suit he's wearing is uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, he, oh, he shot that guy, didn't he? That's why. He yeah, shot yeah. that guy, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. he's pacing around. He's right. whittering to himself. I think he's done this before. He's, he's uh, shooting, whittering. Uh, carpets, uh, shooting stuff. <laughs> exactly. Tolstoy says he's in a storm of feelings, thoughts, and memories. Oh, powerful stuff. And he's asking himself, how? How? How did it come to this? <laughs> you, you you asked him to a duel, man, and you shot him. <laughs> Will, well, yes, Will. <laughs> yeah. How did it come to this? <laughs> uh, feels really simple. I can piece it together. Uh-huh. Well, go on then, Sherlock. Let's hear it. He was at the party, yeah. and then he got insulted because right. Dolokhov stole his wife, uh-huh. and then he took his little song pamphlet, yeah. and then he said, well, I hate you, and let's go to the woods and shoot each other. Right, okay, so that's why it happened, but, mm. but why did it happen? <laughs> oh, so, we're going around in circles. He's going deeper than that. It's completely Dolokhov's fault, right? but yeah. Pierre did shoot him. Okay. So it, I'm conflicted. But why? Because <laughs> Dolokhov <laughs> stole his wife. But how? <laughs> like I'm getting interrogated. How and why? Because he was in the house and he's handsome. But why? Is it because he's more handsome than Pierre? Right. Well, you've not quite got there, but... <laughs> <laughs> never, never do that again. <laughs> never. How did it come to this? I have killed her lover. Yes. Killed my wife's lover. Yes, that was it. And why? But how did I come to it? An inner voice answered him, Because you married her. Because you shot him. <laughs> no, no. We're going for the root causes here. Okay. Marriage. It's, mar- it's the concept of marriage. It's, it's marriage's fault. Well, let's go a bit deeper. All right. He vividly recalled that moment after supper at Prince Vasily's. You'll probably vividly remember this as yes. well. When he spoke those words he had found so difficult to utter, I love you. He said it in French. Je t'aime. It all comes from that. Even then I felt it, he thought. I felt then that it was not so, that I had no right to it. And so it turns out. So it's love's fault. (laughs) So, Steve, is Pierre going to shoot love? Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I challenged love. A bold guess, and and fortune (laughs) favours the bold. Um, So I appreciate that, Will. Time to shoot love. Let's see, does he shoot love? In a way, maybe he does shoot love. Wow. Basically, well, this is how how he feels about Helene is is this. He's proud of her in some ways. He feels feelings of proudness towards her. Okay, not sure I would. Well, this is why she's a good socializer. Very good. Yeah. He's it's, it's a proud quote of how pretty she is. Okay. But unfortunately not loving her or being in love with her in any way shape or form. Right. Has caused some problems with the marriage. That you know what? That would do a little bit. Yeah. It's a bit of an issue. <laughs> It's all a bit vague, but it, he kind of goes through in his head some of the some of the things that have, have happened. Um, here's one thing. Anatole, who's her, her brother, I believe. Correct. This is a quote. Anatole used to come to borrow money from her and used to kiss her naked shoulders. She did not give him the money, but let herself be kissed. What's that? <laughs> oh my God. Why doesn't he shoot him? This is all, oh, this is all weird. So that, yeah, that, that sounds a bit strange. No wonder why he's conflicted. He, he also thinks... He remembered his honeymoon and blushed at the recollection. So I'll right. not explain what went wrong there, but yeah. it wasn't good. And this is another, another interaction that he remembers. One day I asked her if she felt any symptoms of pregnancy. She laughed contemptuously and said that she was not a fool to want to have children and that she was not going to have any children by me. Oh, this is... This is <laughs> look, this is, this is tough. This is, this is a tough marriage. Yeah. Yeah, it's not gone. It's not perfect. 
No, it's not perfect by all means. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it can be saved, though. <laughs> well, sure it can. okay, okay. Well, <laughs> he uh, he decides actually, in fact, that tomorrow morning he's going to dump her <laughs> okay? via letter. <laughs> and then, Do you want me to deliver it? Yeah, and then pack <laughs> all of his stuff up and move to Petersburg. Yeah, so yeah. he's basically going to like dump her by text. Yeah, and then he falls asleep. <laughs> he's having a strange day. He's having a day. He's having a real day. I'm, I'm not surprised he's tired. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. What's that? Who's that, Will? Who's that? Hello? It's me, the valet with your morning coffee, Pierre. You probably said. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Come on in. So, yeah, you've fallen asleep. Um, yep. I'm Pierre now, just to clarify. Just briefly, just for briefly, oh, right. brief All moment. Right. Yeah, you're Pierre. You've, you've fallen asleep. Yeah. Um, you were, I think, planning to wake up early and make your escape without seeing uh, <laughs> your wife or I've just or screwed anyone. on a napkin. I hate you. But unfortunately, you were very tired. You fell asleep with a book in your hand. Ugh. And now you've woken up, the book's still in there. Anyway, look. Very much like what I do at home. The valet's there with your coffee. Nice. But who's that behind him in the corridor coming up? It can't be. One of the Smurfs, can it? Can't be. Not one of the Smurfs. It's your wife that you're oh, trying oh, to okay. avoid. Yeah, yeah, it's her. The Countess herself in a white satin dressing gown embroidered with silver and with simply dressed hair. Two immense plaits twice round her lovely head like a coronet. I disagree with the word simply then there. <laughs> it sounds complicated to me. It's more complicated <laughs> than what I do. It sounds like complicated hair. Two immense plaits. <laughs> <laughs> Just this huge, infinite plait of hair. Yeah, like a coronet. So simple. Which is either a crown or some sort of trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> her hair's been... Are you almost suggesting, Steve, correct me if I'm wrong here, that maybe her hair has been braided into two large trumpets atop her possible. head. I mean, I, yeah. would, I would love to see what it looks like when it's been put in a complicated arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> what this? A Very whole, simple. A whole brass band. <laughs> 14 saxophones. Yeah. Well, anyway, so she's coming. She's entered the room. She's calm and majestic. I'm guessing this might be a bit awkward now, then, well, eh? Well, yeah, and this, this, is, this is what gives it away. She's looking calm and majestic, except mm. that there's a wrathful wrinkle on her prominent marble brow. Oh, and there's a little note on the ground with her drawn as a stick figure with your dumped next to it. <laughs> Pierre looked at her timidly over his spectacles and like a hare surrounded by hounds. And he's thinking, oh, can't shoot her. Maybe I jump out the window. Okay, jump out the window. So I you, think jump out the window. You think? How do you think the conversation's going to go? Morning. <laughs> hello, hello, my lovely wife. Hello, my lovely wife. Everything's fine with. Oh, I, I fell asleep with a book. Oh, what's I'm just going to let some air in. <laughs> I'm just going to pop the window. Why don't you stand outside quickly? No, no, no. Everything's going to be fine. This rope is just my normal rope. Uh, but unfortunately, you no, know, the windows are all covered in carpet, so it's not... <laughs> God, there's so much bloody carpet in here! <laughs> well, it's not quite like that. Very proud of you still. I've got quite a long quote here, but I think it's, I think it's important okay. to get it in. Just to, so we understand where Helene's coming from. Mm. You believe everything you're told. You were told... Helene laughed. <laughs> that Dolokhov was my lover and you believed it. Well, what does this duel prove? That you're a fool. Oh. But everybody knew that. What will be the result? That I shall be the laughingstock of all of Moscow. That everyone will say that you, drunk, and not knowing what you were about, challenged a man you were jealous of without cause. A man, this is the real twist of the knife here. Right. A man who was better than you in every way. God, I disagree with that, but wow, okay. She's saying they didn't have an affair. Her story is that they were just friends. Just friends. Because 
she could be having an affair with her own brother. Uh, seemingly, that's a <laughs> yeah. suggestion. Unless there's something we've not understood about that. It sounds yeah, like... But that's been mentioned before as well. To this, Pierre says, hmm, hmm, and frowns and looks at the, mm. f- at the floor, basically. Yeah, well, yeah, hmm, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. You, you've got stuff to oh, say. Anyway, I'm just going to open the window. I've got stuff to say as well. Why don't you pop outside for a second? She claims they're just friends, but she would have been within her rights to take a lover because... Pierre is such a loser and a rubbish husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, car. This is this is a bad bad morning for Pierre. It just goes to show if you've got a plan to escape, don't go to bed. Just go. Yeah, go when you're ready. Don't hang around. Don't hang around. Don't fall asleep. Lock all the doors. Run. Pierre wished to say something, looked at her with eyes whose strange expression she did not understand, and lay down again. He was suffering physically in that moment. There was a weight on his chest and he could not breathe. He knew that he must do something to put an end to this suffering, but what he wanted to do was too terrible. I mean, I thought he was just going to run away, but now does he want to do something awful? Like? To himself? He might hurt himself. He might tear a bit of carpet off the wall and go, I hate this bit of carpet. Okay, he might destroy the nice bedroom. Yeah, Yeah. destroy his daddy's bedroom. Pour the coffee on the floor? Yeah, just... Take that stupid coffee. Something absolutely terrible like that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fire one of my serfs. Oh. In a broken voice he muttered, We had better separate. Helene says, Absolutely, sure. Sounds, yeah, obviously. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Don't mind doing that. See you later. But there is one thing. There is one catch. I want like Almost all your money. Yeah, okay, that's um, going to be tough. Yeah, no loads, prenup. No, they need. I want loads of money if we're going to separate. Oh, they should have signed a prenup. On hearing this suggestion, mm. he'd give away all of his money. Yep. Yeah, leapt up from the sofa and rushed, staggering towards her. I'll kill you! Oh, wow. <laughs> he shouted, <laughs> Okay, seizing the marble top of a table with oh, the strength God. he had never before felt. He's massive. Oh, he is massive. He made a step towards her, brandishing the slab. <gasps> oh, my God! He flung down the slab, broke it, right? and swooping down on her with outstretched hands like a spider from the ceiling. Oh, that's, my... That's my commentary. Right. Get out! Ah! He said in such a terrible voice that the whole house heard it with horror. Oh my God. God knows what he would have done at that moment had Helene not fled the room. Killed her, probably. Probably killed her with the slab. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I put it together. I think like put two and two together, you get four. <laughs> Almost definitely yeah. that, right? Yeah. Wow, so Pierre's Pierre's gone. He's absolutely lost it. Well, he's been pushed to his limits. He has. Pushed he to has. His, he's too he's been too restrained. He's not been honest with his emotions. You know, the whole time Anna too was leading him around, telling him what to do. People are always Pushing him, pulling him. He doesn't really express himself very well. So, but he does love all his money. And also, like, what are the lawyers like? The marriage courts back then. Surely he can keep his money, right? It'll be all right. I don't know. I think it's less about that and more about the what the right thing to do from a public perception. It's mm. all PR, mate. Yeah, but she's had an affair. You just sell that to the the press. You're right. You're right. Sell that to the rags. Also, another thing: it's never a good idea just before a divorce to murder the other one with a marble slab. It looks bad to to do that <laughs> sort looks, of thing. It looks bad. It looks bad. Going forward, it looks bad. Would have been better just to just to shimmy out the window on a on a some rolled up carpet. Just a little carpet <laughs> slide. Oh, ouch! Ow, it burns. Oh god! But worth it rather than the get you out though alternative. And this is now an absolutely classic Tolstoy. Will do you remember the the wedding that we weren't invited to? Yes. How we how we found out about that? Yeah, someone just mentioned it, or was in a letter. It was yeah. just written on a fridge somewhere. One of those, exactly. And 
Similarly, this happens a lot with Pierre, actually. We found out that he got all the money just in a line. <laughs> yeah, a line like three chapters later. Yeah, well, anyway, Tolstoy does this to us again. Okay. So this is, a, this is the last line of this bit. A week later, Pierre gave his wife full power to control all his estates in Great Russia, which formed the larger part of his property, and left for Petersburg alone. Oh, so that's all that wrapped up <laughs> and done. Tickety-boo. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I really appreciate you not asking me what I think happens. Let's just get it done. It's in a sentence. Yeah, that's just there and done. That's it. So she got loads of stuff, basically. She got paid out. Uh, well, I think they're still married, so they haven't separated or something. I don't, it's not clear. They could still be together. Either way, she's got control of all of his estates in Great Russia. And he's got money still, I well, assume? I think he's got more estates in, in Greater Russia. I don't know. Oh, that's like a bit of Russia. All right. Well, look, those two, they weren't happy. I think they should spend some time apart, you know, maybe some counselling. Um, Definitely. I think they could make it work in the future, though. Exactly. That's that's a hopeful, hopeful thought, Will. I yeah. don't have any more information on whether or not that's going <laughs> to happen. It's come from a bad point. There's a lot of yeah. rebuilding and healing to, to do. Oh, sure. And I'm sure, like, in a, the next page, it would just say, and then they got back together and had seven <laughs> kids. Anyway, Will. Yeah. Put all of that to one side. Easy. Uh, we're going up in the air, possibly, probably, you know, in a hot air balloon or something I, like hopefully. that. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Hot, and the winds are taking us in the direction wow. of those, you can see them now, in the direction mm. of those bald, bald hills. Oh. It's Nasty Nick's house in the yes. bald, the lovely bald hills. You might remember last time we were with Andy Pandy, he was thinking of those bald, bald hills. As he lay dying at the feet of of Napoleon himself, yep. and Napoleon's doctor, Doctor uh, Doctor Larry, Dr. Larry, yeah. um, and then he thought back to those, as you said, bold, bold hills. Yeah. So Andy is somewhere, either dead or alive, in mm. Russia with Doctor Larry in the district. We're not sure exactly. We don't know what's happened to him. Will just from a moment hop out of the the hot air balloon. All right, have we landed? We've landed. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. Landed. All right, I'll and, get out. But you know, we just you've got a moment just please just to put on your little post postman out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thankfully, oh, someone did pack it. It's in this bag here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, pop yeah. it on. Pop it on. Yeah, yeah I've you got don't it. need to take too long about it. Just it's on. It. I've put okay. it on. I'm quick okay. now. Uh, it's fantastic. I'd like you to take this letter, Will. All right. Um, give, it give it here then. Take it. It's from Kutsazov. Okay. Whatever. Where am I taking <laughs> take it? Take it to Nasty Nick's house. Okay. Uh in the Bald Hills, which is Why where did we, we are. stop the hot air balloon? I got a walk, have I? Yeah, you've got to walk a little bit because of health oh. and safety and air traffic control reasons. So right. off you go, deliver the letter. Yep. Yeah. Oi. Hello. Got Good. a letter from Kutsuzov. Thank you very much. You can go home now. <laughs> I, know, I know you like me to do those bits quick. Back to Moscow with you. <laughs> Where's my hot air balloon? See you next time there's a letter. <laughs> Thanks very much. So Nasty Nick has received the letter. Thanks very much, Will. Pleasure. Uh, from Kutsuzov. And this is what it says. Your son, wrote Kutsuzov, fell before my eyes. A standard in his hand at the head of a regiment. He fell a hero worthy of his father and his fatherland. To the great regret of myself and of the whole army, it is still uncertain whether he is alive or not. That's the stuff we already know. Yeah, well, we know a little bit more that he's not on any of the lists. Yeah, so he's not definitely dead. He's missing. He's not on the prisoner list. He's not, not on the on dead the list. Alive and yeah, well list. <laughs> he's, he's not, not on the dead. He's not on the happy no. and fulfilled no, list. No, 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 no. He's not on any list. <laughs> <laughs> he's not on the snooker championship no. No. list. No, he's not on the on the guest list. <laughs> Yep. He's All right. Not, he's not on any. He's not on any list. He's not on a single list. He's fallen through some sort of Excel crack. <laughs> How do you think Nasty Nick takes that news? Incredibly. Hang on. Look, it's <laughs> going to be extreme. Yeah. So either extremely well. Yeah. 
or extremely badly. But either way, he'll like sneeze and shout and like slap someone. Famously, not very in touch with his emotions. No, he's not at all. So this is how he reacts. He's silent for 24 hours. So long. (laughs) Such a long long amount of time. He doesn't talk to the steward. Okay. He doesn't talk to the gardener. Yeah. He's silent, Steve. I I get that. He doesn't talk even to the architect, Will. (laughs) Michael Ivanovich. Doesn't talk to him. (laughs) That must really upset Michael. We don't know the reaction of that. I assume that's going to have its own book. Mm. And after all that silence, he gets stuck into a really good lathing session. Okay. Yeah. Just really lathing the hell out of something <laughs> he's really lathing it up good yeah uh, so he's lathing at the moment eventually princess mary comes in oh poor mary we like mary she's so sweet i know she's very she's nice she's a good person he's lathing away and there's silence and then eventually chucks down his lathing chisel and says bad news he's not among the prisoners nor among the killed Kutsuzov writes and he screamed as piercingly as if he wished to drive the princess away by that scream Kutsuzov writes, killed. God, didn't even read it. Mary's very nice. She tries her best here. She puts her arm around his uh, thin, scraggly neck and says, Father, do not turn away from me. Let us weep together. What such a lovely, thin, wobbly neck. <laughs> no, scraggly, not wobbly. Scraggly little... Look at you! Look at this little neck of yours. There's hey? nothing there to wobble, mate. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like a little stick. Scraggle central there. <laughs> I don't get it. The way I read Kutsuzov's letter, I mean, I delivered it as well. The way I read it was like, we don't know. You know, Nick's a military man. I think he can read between the lines when he's when you, you know when you haven't heard from someone. They're not on any of the lists, right? Okay, he's like being cynical. Like that just means uh, he's yeah. dead. Yeah, I mean, there's a small glimmer of hope, right? Because he's not on the definitely dead person list, mm. which is good. But if he'd been captured because he's an officer, he should be on a list. Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah, right. What we know is he's been put in the districts. Maybe they're like training him up oh, oh, to okay. become a sleeper oh, agent. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. That's, yeah. a, that's a great idea. Well, well, we'll put a pin in that. What's that awful show where that guy is a soldier and then comes back and he's a terrorist? Homeland. It's Could basically like Homeland. Born ultimatum. Yeah, all that. <laughs> <laughs> Mary starts weeping, sits down on a chair. Uh, Nick keeps on shouting. Yeah. Scoundrels! Blackguards! shrieked the old man, <laughs> turning his face away from her. Destroying the army, destroying the men, and why? Why? Go, go and tell Lise. Clearly likes his son, loves his son quite a lot. He does love his Maybe son. Maybe he should have told him that back in the day, you know, and been a bit nicer to him. He did try, he did try. He, he really... He did sneeze loudly at the end. He sneezed his love out <laughs> as best he could. <laughs> he did, he did. Go, go, killed in battle, where the best of Russian men in Russia's glory were led to destruction. Go, Princess Mary, go and tell Lise, I will follow. Lise is Antipandy's wife yes, and correct. mother to his child, I think. I think that happened. Well, she's still pregnant. Oh, right. Okay. Pretty pregnant princess. Um, Lise, of course, Andy's wife. So she's been doing quite well, it would seem. Oh, that's good. She's been doing well. She's got the um, inner happy calm peculiar to pregnant women. Well, that's nice. And she's probably been hiding quite a lot. She's, no, she's been doing embroidery, actually. Oh, okay. In public. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a big turnaround. Her eyes were smiling expectantly. Her downy lip rose and remained lifted in childlike happiness. Oh, she's about to tell her husband's dead, so that's all about to come crashing down. Right, would you tell her? Would I tell her? She's embroid- She's doing embroidering. She's Let her finish the embroidery first. You'd let- okay, so you'd tell her, but after the embroidery. No, wait, hang on, she's heavily pregnant. Yeah. I don't think tell her. Okay. Don't- I think don't tell her. 
Okay, don't ever tell her. Just yeah. keep making stuff Just up. Just lie about it. He's yeah. downstairs. He's downstairs. He can't come up because he's, 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 yeah. he's hurt his knee. You shouldn't go downstairs because you're pregnant. Oh, you just missed him. He went out. Um, you're not going to believe what, this. Went, the horses all <laughs> escaped. Not believe and it. He went and he, anyway, yeah. he's going to be. Like, I saw him in the pub yesterday. <laughs> he's absolutely <laughs> fine. Anyway, how is the how is the young young lad? Was he 16 now? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Andy was just here. He left you this note. Yeah, let's see. Signed, Andy. <laughs> That's got to yeah, be yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Has anything come from Andrew? She asked. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Do it quickly. No, no, she doesn't say that. She Pull the plaster. No, you know, you know, it's too soon. No. It's too soon for news. He's fine. Fine. <laughs> no. anxious, no. and I feel afraid. No, I'm deeply conflicted and scared. <laughs> no, is so who? Huh? Huh? <laughs> so what's what? that? I don't know who. Who's that? Who's uh, Andy? No, what? So, so, what? Th- so there's nothing. No. No, nothing, answered Prince no, Mary. No, no, no. Nothing. Uh, looking huh? firmly with her radiant eyes at her sister. Nothing. No, nothing. Stop it. What? You're you're, you're the one that's so you crazy. Have a nap. Why are you crying? Uh, so she tries a few more times that day. She bottles it. And in the end, as you suggested, she decides to tell her after the end of her confinement, which was expected within a few days. Oh, she's really close to giving birth. I think it doesn't tell you that, but I think confinement must mean... Pregnancy quarantine. Term. Pregnancy term. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, I think they've made the best choice there. Probably the right call. Hard yeah. To say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we're basically at the end now. And, and I wish, I wish I could tell you that we're going to end this episode on, on some sort of high. Happy, you, could, you could just lie and tell me that. I could tell you that, right? We're going to end this on a real high now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cheers. But unfortunately, just like the characters, actually, we have to, we have to sit in this for another week. So. <sighs> This is how you should feel for the next week, um, right. in case you, you're not sure. Yep. And you need other people to tell you how to feel. Yeah, please tell us all, Steve. <laughs> how how should we all feel? Well, you, you should feel as, uh, as uh, Nasty Nick does. The old prince would not cherish any hope. He made up his mind that Prince Andrew had been killed. And though he sent an official to Austria to seek for traces of his son, he ordered a monument from Moscow, which he intended to erect in his own garden to his memory. He tried not to change his former way of life, but his strength failed him. So this might happen to you this week, Will. Okay. He walked less, ate less, slept less, and became weaker every day. God, that's grief. Princess Mary hoped. I could hope. She prayed for her brother as living and was always awaiting news. And so were we. So sad. That's it. So, so it is sad. I mean, actually, I do find it sad, the description of Nick just kind of like wasting away colla- yeah like under this news it is it is a sad image it's, it's a sad image he's a difficult troubling man he's an intense monster at points <laughs> he's overbearing he's overbearing he loves the lathe and he's livid that his son's dead not one sneeze though we'll know that nasty nick's back to his old ways when he gives us a good old sneeze when he sneezes he's feeling something and that's a fact it's the summary summary. Okay then, Will. I've got 10 seconds on the clock. Why? <laughs> you know why. You can't weasel out <laughs> this one. Let's try. Cheers. I'm going to need your summary from you. I'm going to need you to be confident. Yep. Good. Yep. And 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 smart. And smart as <laughs> they're, well. They're my three adjectives of the day. Confident, good and smart. Are they adjectives? Whatever. Coming right up, mate. Okay. Three, two, one. No weddings and no funeral. 
Pierre is confused and surrounded by carpets. Helen wants to dosh. Smash the tiles. See you later. Nasty Nick's house. Letter time. Your son definitely is either dead or alive. 100% one of them. No, Nick is sad. Mary is sad. Lisa is pregnant. Stop. Still. Five, six seconds over. <laughs> don't. It won't no, stand. Don't you dare. After last week and you're no, no. me bleeping at you and everyone no, bleeping. Right. You are right. You are right. Thank you. No one ever sticks to the time. No one ever does. Fantastic stuff, mate. What was it called? No weddings and no funeral. Perfect stuff, of course, <laughs> from the famous film. Yes. Four weddings and a funeral. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. But instead yeah, of four weddings. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. of Pierre. That's good. Yeah, we yeah, got yeah. it. And then the funeral bit. Fully got it. Yeah, because of Andy. 100% got it very clever very good very clever uh, well fantastic mate thanks for that what a difficult week what an awful week in, yeah. in Russia yeah. life sucks at the moment when was the last time we were really truly happy the Daniel Cooper the Daniel Cooper I think was a, yeah the, the shining light or maybe we were never happy yeah everyone's always having a go at each other aren't they I think the Daniel Cooper was pretty fun that was fun the food was good the food was good the dance was amazing I guess the problem is when you look at it that the war the war's really ruined a lot of stuff the war has upset quite a lot of of life baskets Uh, and now the lemons are on the floor the lemons are everywhere and then Helene obviously came out and just kind of ruined Pierre's life they could have been happy if Pierre was more into it. That's true. He probably ruined her life as well. I think there's everyone's to blame in some on some level. It's very complex and hard to it's hard to tell. It really is, and it's odd because when I was reading about Jules in the really funny bit today in the show, um, it did say that <laughs> that Jules were Jules were often. It was certainly uh, a bit in the show. <laughs> Jules were often used not to kill someone but to feel satisfied. Yeah, I don't think that happened for Pierre. No, it, it was a complete waste of time but he had to do something he had to he pulled his paper out he took a paper yeah. and, he, and he's... sometimes the only option really and i do mean this is just you could take your mate to the woods and shoot him right okay thanks <laughs> thanks for that advice and i'm actually a bit scared now to be be your friend be um, careful today steve yeah okay all right then well fortunately there aren't any woods near here so um <laughs> jump in the car let's go for a drive <laughs> we'll probably be back next week fingers crossed anyway if if um, if we're not back i think we know what happened we know why See you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of War and Peace in just seven years. You absolute legend. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you, listeners, but also a special thank you to our Patreons who are supporting this podcast and making all of this possible. So thank you to all of the uh, the powder monkeys that are out there. You little powdery monkeys. But also thank you to the people on the on the higher tiers. Specifically, thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, Hans. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Alistair. Thank you, Ali. And finally, thank you, Christine. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. So many thank yous. Thank you so much. Look, honestly, to those wonderful people, the names we read out, and of course, the Powder Monkeys as well. Supporting this show means the world to us, and it means that the show can grow. We can do more things, more books. So look, you are all incredible. And if you're listening now and you want to be on that list and you want to support the show, then get yourself to patreon.com forward slash wapin7. Anything you can afford would be greatly appreciated. We love you. Goodbye. Love you. See you next week. Bye.